Hi, I'm Joseph McClendon III, and welcome to the Cure for the Common Life podcast. Listen, you know as well as I do that motivation, empowerment, and inspirational stories, they're all well and good, but that's not what keeps us going. That's not what's going to change your life, and that's not what's going to move the needle in your health, your wealth, your happiness, your abundance, or your ability to be able to help other people and make a difference. What keeps us going, what produces results in our lives is activity, not action, activity. And when you can get yourself past the things that stop you and hold you back, that's when you'll thrive and that's when you'll crush it. And I humbly offer you these tools and strategies to kick your own ass and make the changes so that you can thrive. But most of all, I'm going to give you something every single time that you can do to create a change in yourself. Life is exactly what you dare to make it and fortune favors the bold, baby. So if you're ready, let's bold. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and welcome to The Cure for the Common Life. And I am thrilled today to introduce you to, again, one of my mentors, where always my outcome is to share with you the skills, the tools, and the experiences that I've had to help you go further, faster in life. And I'll start by saying this, you know, a lot of people are labeled masters. And when you think of a master, you think of somebody like a Kung Fu master or somebody that has done something far and beyond the average person. But very few people have earned this right and that this becomes, it's part of their name. And the, the gentleman, when I say gentleman, I mean this, that this gentle man uh, that I'm about to introduce you has been uh, my mentor and my teacher for really only about maybe two and a half years. I met him, but I'd heard so much about him long before I got to meet him. And Master Ko is a master of pranic healing and so many other things as well. And I got to admit it that I'm not going to say that I was skeptical, but I will say that um, I had my doubts coming into this. I'm very, very open-minded, as you may know, and I'm sure you are as well. Otherwise, you would not be listening to us right now. But I had had a few different experiences with people who called themselves energetic healers or pranic healers and everything. And I didn't really feel anything, quite honest. I didn't really feel anything. And I didn't get any results other than it kind of felt good in the moment. And it seemed like it was a very cool thing to do. However, when this man came into my life, the instant he started working with me, I not only felt something, but I got some great results. And so it's my privilege to introduce you to my friend, my mentor, my uh, sensei, the master Stephen Coe. Hey, Stephen, are you? Hello, Joseph. I was saying, wow, that's a wild introduction. Um, okay. And well, I meant every word. I think the standard is a little too high. <laughs> no, no, no. And it's true. And proof of that is well, by the way, just one more thing before I let you yak. I met uh, Master Coe. He showed up and he had actually been one of the healers or the main healer for Tony Robbins. And I didn't really, I'd heard a lot about him and our dear friend, Deborah Collins had shared a lot with me before. And I actually listened to some of your stuff before. So I introduced Master Co. I call him Stephen, to a crowd of about, I think it was a small seminar of about 9,000 people the first time. And I watched this man go, and by the way, prior to my introducing him, he had already blown me away backstage. He took me through a process and, and I was just completely buzzing and and was on fire. And so I introduced him to the crowd and he proceeded to go out there and do the same for them. And it was one of those things where it was 
magical to say the least, but more than, more than that, he showed people how to do something and hope he'll do some of that to here today as well. So it's all yours, Master Cole. Have at him. <laughs> Hello, Joseph. And yeah, it was uh, a magical experience and it still is. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> the biggest thing I, my takeaway from all what you've said is there's so much to do and, you know, we have to do whatever we can with the skills we have to contribute to others. And the thing is, what I do might be unique, but the most important part is it's something that can be replicated. And one of the things I noticed is there are a lot of great healers, a lot of great teachers, masters out there. And I believe, the way I was taught by my teachers, your greatness is dependent on the number of souls you can transform. Because if you're the only one who can do it, then that people are relying on you. But if you can empower people with skills, then if whether you're around or not, they can do it. And I think that's one of the most important things that we want to contribute. I agree. That, that is beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. And that's great about what you do is because you don't just do it for them. You give them the tool for themselves. And this part, uh, you know, talk about buzzing and everything. Well, I guess if I were to kind of simplify it, one of the biggest takeaways is I want people to realize that this so-called energy, it's not a metaphor. It's not a symbol. It's real. And you know, people wake up in the morning and say, oh, I have energy today. Oh, I don't have energy today. It's so vague. They don't realize it's, it's tangible. But 90% of the people, you know, when a crowd of 10,000 people, 15,000 people, I ask them how many people feel, usually you talk about 90% of the people get feel it. Yeah. And yeah. so what I like to do, if it's okay with you, Joseph, is to let the audience actually feel this energy so that they know it's real enough that they will be mindful of their thoughts, the words, and their actions. Because every time we think of something, we feel something, we do something, we're actually changing the energy pattern in our bodies, our emotions, and our mind, which, you know, you're an expert in that. I've seen you do miracles of changing, you know, people with, you know, crazy <laughs> thoughts and ideas yeah, and listen. flip them around. And I think once they realize that this energy is real, plus what you teach them, I think their life will be transformed magically. Absolutely. So, so uh, if you're listening or watching, please take a moment. If you're driving, obviously not. Uh, yeah. You can listen to this later. But if you're listening or watching, he's going to take you through a process. And so find a place where you can be silent for a moment and where you can be uninterrupted. And just go along with this and, and see what you get. Yeah. So just rub your hands together. Press the center of your palms. Just press it like this. Now, the purpose of that is to stimulate the energy center in your hand. Plus, I need your tongue on your palate because you have an energy channel that loops around that make it flow much better and you have more energy. Because when your tongue is not connected, the circuit's broken. Well, you have to have it broken because you have to talk and you have to eat. But when you're doing energy work, it's good to have your tongue on your palate. And Joseph, between your knee, you know, when you're a group of people who want to be able to teach uninterrupted, you just have their tongue on the palate. <laughs> Nobody shut up. You don't have to listen to them. <laughs> yeah, nobody says anything. There's a method okay, behind the point. For you guys who, who give talk to big groups, you just say, I want your full attention. Put your tongue on your palate. Whoa, 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 whoa. They can't do anything. <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. That's <laughs> just throw beautiful. that in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. To be serious, kind of. Okay. <laughs> Open your palms like this. Uh, oh, by just, the way, if you can't see us, if you're podcasting, Master Cole, if you would, tell him because a lot of people are listening to this as a podcast. So he's showing you his palms up, holding your palms up. All right. So, by the way, I've taught classes where a few of the people are blind. So wow. thanks for reminding me that <laughs> this energy can help anyone. Now, yes. if you're deaf, well, I hope that you can see my hand movements. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'll read my lips. Yes. The only problem is I got Chinese accent, so good luck with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so... Put your tongue on the roof of your mouth, anywhere just connected. Open your palms facing upwards. Relax your shoulders and close your eyes. 
Now imagine you have light pouring down into your hands. Take a deep breath, inhale that light into your palm, and gently exhale it. Again, inhale that light into your palms, exhale it out. One more time, inhale and exhale. Now, if you're just very relaxed, you might feel some sensations in your palms, okay? Now, we wanna intensify that by having it face each other. So your palms should be like you're, you're gonna clap, but the hands are at about six inches apart. Now, you're just gonna separate your hands a little bit, a little more, and then slowly come back in without touching. So we'll do that about three or four times. Separate it, come closer. The easy way to do it is just imagine you have a cloud in between your hands and you're just gently compressing it like 20% and letting it expand. Compressing it 20, 30%, let it expand. Compress it, expand. Now, most people when they do this, they feel a certain sensation like a push, like a tingling, <laughs> like there's something there. That's the energy. Now, we'll take it one step further. Keep your left or right palm open, doesn't matter, and use one finger, and be nice, don't use your middle finger. Aim <laughs> 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 it. See, Joseph, when I'm with you, we goof off too much, so I have to stay focused, man. That's, that's, yeah, but that's you know, a, that's the thing when I'm with you. You know how I feel about laughter, because that adds yeah. to it, so okay. bring it on. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have to focus here. You, you make me crack up, buddy. Okay, <laughs> open one palm, one finger, aim it at the palm, like you're going to point at it, and just gently rotate your finger in whatever direction you like. And then reverse the rotation. Okay? Again, you know, I can't get feedback from you guys right now, but most people, they will feel a certain spinning sensation in the palm. Let's switch hands. Have your other finger pointing at your palm and rotate it. We always do this because people, you know, it bypasses their critical mind. They just play with it. Okay, good. All right, put your hand down. So for most people, they feel a something. And if you think about it, your finger is not touching your palm. And it's the same thing as you're standing and then suddenly you turn like this and you see somebody staring at you, right? People feel that. They go, oh, it must be something psychic. It's not really psychic or whatever. Essentially, it's you have an energy field. They have an energy field. Every time you focus, energy moves through the ethers and hits you. It's just like a beam of light. And so when people are aware that these energies affect us, then you go, oh, if that's the case, I can use that knowledge to actually consciously focus loving energy towards someone, okay? Or if somebody's depressed, instead of saying, oh, yeah, you piece of whatever, you just say, okay, okay this person's having low energy. What can I do to change it? Because once you have control of that energy, you can change your energy system and you can also affect other people. So that gives you a little, like a, a foundation of what we're talking about. So you're saying you can actually direct that energy and move it to where you want it to go. Yes. You notice a lot of people say, oh, it's really impolite to point. You notice that? Mm -hmm. You say, oh, no, it's impolite. Because when you're pointing, you're actually shooting energy. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what you're doing intention. when I had you point your palm. Yeah. A lot of people, they think it's something vague, something that's just out there. Now, they don't realize when they do Tai Chi, you know, they're moving energy like this. In Chinese, they call it Chi. And what we do is called pranic healing, where the word prana, right? It's Sanskrit. And if you go to Hawaii, it's interesting. They call it mana, yeah. like mana from heaven. Mm -hmm. So this life force is actually something that it's either come from the sun, the air, the ground. Even, you notice when you're with people who are very negative, you've been with them for a while, you feel sucked, <laughs> sucked yeah. dry, right? Uh -huh. It's because they drain your energy. Right. 
And it's not something big because once you understand, oh, okay, when I'm with someone with very low energy and very negative, I need to learn something to protect myself. Yes. Oh, that's then, nice. Yeah. Right? And when you're with people who are very loving, very gentle, oh, you want to get close to them and kind of... <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy. Okay, this is a uh, PG-rated show. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, with you around, everything's X-rated, man. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, the point I want to get across to everyone is, now that you understand this energy... How do you generate more of it and how do you share it? Because with more energy, your body heals faster. You know, just like, you know, these children have a tendency to heal faster than older people. I mean, how often do you see what they call these hyperactive senior citizens? Not that many of them, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's exactly it because they have so much energy. And when you can actively generate this energy, you can also not only heal faster, you'll be calmer, have a sharper mind. Then next thing you do is you want to help and serve others. So that's always the focus there. Make myself better, not just for myself. I mean, it's good to have a good life, be comfortable, have money, good health, have inner peace. But you don't stop there because you might be feeling great. But if people are suffering, we're all connected. You suffer too. Absolutely. And as a whole, the planet's got to be. Well, I think, Joseph, the biggest thing I can share with everyone, and I've been in a few of these talks and they always ask the same thing. What do you do with all this crazy stuff going on? It's several things. Number one, you know, since we're dealing with energy, it's to first realize what Napoleon Hill said, thoughts are things. Yes. And it's not just, again, not a metaphor because when they say things, it's as simple as if I have you open your palm like this, okay, palms up just like you did earlier. Okay. The ones who are listening, just open your palms like you did earlier. If you try to feel the weight of both hands, they should feel similar. But if you look at one of your palms, just look at your palm, doesn't matter which one, look at your palm and verbally, okay, not just in your mind, but verbally say the word fear three times, which you go ahead, fear, 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 fear. Now look at the other hand and verbally say gratitude, 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 gratitude. Okay. And if you try to feel the weight of both hands now, you will notice the one that says fear feels heavy, yes. the other one feels light yes. because your thoughts are basically particles of energy. Now, here's the biggest takeaway. If you put your hands together, like you're rubbing it together, like dusting things off, you do that for like you know, three to five seconds. If you open your hands again and feel, you notice they feel the same. Yes. Now, the most important thing to remember is you are that powerful that your thoughts and words and emotions generate a certain type of energy. If you can generate negative energy like fear and anger and panic, you can also generate energies of happiness, joy, and gratitude. So if you understand this energy, you then you have to think, okay, every time I look at the news, every time I talk to somebody who's pessimistic, they're shooting stuff at me, okay? Now, of course, you have to watch the news so you know what's going on. You know, some people, they go to the other extreme, they go, oh, I, I won't look at the news, I don't know what's going on. You might as well live in a cave. You need to know to be informed so you exactly. can protect yourself and your family. I'm not one of those teachers that space out and, you know, like, oh, you have to be practical. <laughs> yes. Okay. If you know so, it, but the thing is this, come eat you. you guard your mind. So you understand, okay, I need to extract this information. How will it help me and my family? Stop there. Once I know that, I focus on what I want, which is I'm going to generate hope, generate happiness, joy, and gratitude. And that's why I'm going to populate my entire energy field. So that regardless of what's going on outside, I'm like a solid pole of stability inside because my mind and emotions are within my control. That's what I'm going to get through to everyone. So regardless of things go well, don't go well outside, 
you're stable inside, so you know how to respond to what's going outside. I think, Joseph, I've seen you on stage. You've done that to people. It's like, you are not what's happening outside. It's what you do inside. And, right. and, uh, and if it, you can it, share it, that with you, Joseph, I, that's truly inspiring when you do that on stage. I watch him. People are like, yeah, so, well, it's, it's a realization, <laughs> just like you just did right there. It's a realization most people don't recognize that they have control of and instant control of it, by the way. What you just did with our, you know, saying the fear and the gratitude, that is something you have control of. And if you do it, it will work, bottom line. It is a law. It's just the way that things are. And so one of the things that I, would you talk to a little bit about, because you mentioned it earlier, in terms of your immune system and your health with regard to these things as well, because nobody, not one of the doctors, whatever you believe, you know, some people are into the conspiracy theories and things like that, whatever you believe, but there's not one physician on the planet that does not agree that our best defense towards anything, any kind of disease or even injury or anything like that is to have a fortified immune system. How could this, how does this affect our immune system? Well, I remember, I think it was you or Tony was talking about it, that when a person feels angry, depressed, or very negative, the immune system could be suppressed for so many hours. Yes. And I think there was a story of a, a French doctor. My French is not the best. So <laughs> I think it's mine, uh, so. uh, Emile Cuey or uh, some dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Let's just call him some dude. Some dude, some brilliant dude. Okay. I remember the story goes something like this, that, you know, in the hospital, a lot of people are very, very sick of some, you know, severe disease. And his patients are the only one improving. And people say, what is your secret? And what he does is he whispers to all of them, his patients, every day in every way, you're getting better and better yes, and better. Yes. Right? Yes. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say some dude because I don't know his real name. But I mean, they were able to show that only his patients were radically improving because not only do they listen to this, they also repeated it. Exactly. And so when your attitude is right, you have more energy. The right energy centers get stimulated. So your immune system is stronger. So you asked me that question earlier. I'm going, well, regardless of what's going outside, it's not what's happening outside. It's your response to it. That determines how healthy, how happy, and how prosperous you are. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's a beautiful thing. And again, I'm a scientist <laughs> of sorts. And so, like I said at the, at the top of this, I'm not going to call myself skeptical. And, and I am going to call myself, I do have a bit of that engineer's brain as well. As I, You've got to prove it to me, before, especially before I'm going to teach it. I will try things, but before I'm going to teach it or tell other people about it, I got to see it with my own eyes, experience it, and that kind of thing. And, um, I, you know, I shared with you before and a lot of other people that my mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer back in 1988. And the physician told us, myself and my sisters and my family, that she had two months to live, basically two months to live. Now, fortunately, I had heard a friend of ours, uh, Dr. Deepak Chopra, who had told us that, listen, the power of suggestion from the physician, which ties right into some guy you were talking about, the French guy. Uh, <laughs> Next time I'll be prepared and get yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that power of suggestion, that person repeats it inside their mind, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so I, very long story short, did not allow and did not let the physician tell that to my mom. And on the contrary, I told my mom, everything's going to be fine. And my saying is, and I, I made it up there on the spot. There's two types of cancer. There's can surrender and there's can survive. And mm -hmm. we've decided we can survive. And I would say things like that, really not knowing what I was doing, but also knowing the power of suggestion, the power of our words and everything, and kept her saying those things and encanting those things. And she lived another 11 and a half years cancer-free. 
And Amazing. so, yeah, yeah. And, and so right now, this is something we all can do right now for ourselves. And just like Stephen was saying, pointing that energy to other people as well. Well, you know, Joseph, it's interesting. Um, now that we're kind of stuck at home, yeah. <laughs> but on Sunday, you know, I, I'm with the family, so they like to watch Sunday services from different uh, Judeo-Christian uh, services. Yes. And so yesterday, I remember I was watching and watching, and I always want to take something I can learn from, you know, regardless of the religion, the faith, because the way I was taught by my teachers, everyone has something good to offer. Yes. And regardless where you're Muslim, you're a Christian, you're a Buddhist, you know, there's only one God. So I was listening yesterday, and one of the stories was about how to get rid of worry. Okay? Mm. And so he made up this story, or he read it somewhere, but it's something like this. There's this village, and death was coming. You know, like a guy coming, death. So this guy ran up to him and says, who are you? He goes, I'm death. And today I will claim 120 people, 120 souls. And the guy said, okay, okay, okay. Okay, that's it, right? That's a deal. 120, that's it. So he ran into the village and started telling about death is coming. After that day was over, death was leaving. He ran up to him. Apparently he's not one of them. He goes, wait, we had a deal. You said you only claim 120 souls, but 1,100 people died. I kept my end of the bargain. 120 I claimed. The rest, they did it themselves through worry. Oh, wow. So, I don't know, even though this story might be made up, but it makes yeah, you think yeah, that yeah. You, a person, like you, you said, if that person already signed their death warrant by thinking that way, you did it to yourself. Yeah. You know, the biggest takeaway, I think, when it comes to what you're asking here is this. If you're already, quote, unquote, infected by all these thoughts and emotions that people have, the worries, the doom and gloom stuff, right? It's already in there. The question is, how do you change that? You know, most people say, oh, that means I have to stay positive. I have to do this. That's good and great. There's only one slight problem. As we always tell people, big fish eat small fish. Yes. You know, the small fish are the thoughts and the positive affirmations you do. But if your energy field is populated by all these worries and cares and concerns that you've been building up over years, plus the old stuff we grew up with, if you don't get rid of that big fish, this affirmation, yeah, I'm going to be positive, it's going to, it's going to be gone. Preach, so, preacher. Preach, preacher. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. The biggest part of understanding this is we have to first do house cleaning. You know, you don't just clean your house once. So you want to flush all this crap out of your system first. That way, without trying, you can choose what you let in. Because, you know, the popular thing that people always talk about is, oh, the law of attraction. You hear that, yes, right? I mean, some yes. people talk about law of attraction. Oh, yeah. There's- and it's good and great, but they have to understand the mechanism behind it. What you attract is dependent on what's inside of you. If what's inside of you is all cares, worries, and everything, your affirmation, I want to attract this and that, isn't going to last long because your area of attraction is so tiny just based on that thought you have. But if your entire bubble, your aura, your energy field, whatever you want to call it, is populated by love, by gratitude, by joy, forgiveness, and so on and so on, you don't have to try too hard. As you always teach, Joseph, the magnetic side of it is what you have will determine what you attract. What you attract yes. So what we do all the time, and Joseph, this is nothing new to you. We always do the meditation twin hearts taught to me by my teacher, Grandmaster Chokok Sui. I always honor my teacher. I know nothing <laughs> without my teacher. When we do the meditation twin hearts, you're not trying to go, okay, I don't want anger. I don't want hate. You don't do that. What you do is you focus on love, kindness, and forgiveness. And as that energy flows through you, you don't have to try too hard because there's also what is called the law of opposites. The law of opposites basically says, whatever you want, use the opposing energy to get rid of it. 
Nice. So you overcome anger with love. Uh, you overcome lies with truth. You overcome any negative energy by increasing the positive energy so much because of the repelling force. Okay, I don't mean to get geek and engineering on you. <laughs> that's all right, that's all right. <laughs> but that's how it works. Yeah. That's actually what the Lord Buddha taught is the law of opposites. So if there's anger and hatred, you use so much love that it neutralizes it and pushes it away. So when we do the meditation twin hearts, we stimulate love from the heart, love from a crown. When so much spiritual love and divine love flow through us, you don't have to try to get rid of all this old programming. All you have to do is just keep doing the meditation. You become more loving and the stuff gets flushed out every single time. So if it's okay with you, Joseph, we'll go ahead and do a short version of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right here so they can do it. And again, if you're driving. <laughs> yeah, don't do this. And, and, and also, remember, I've included it in the, uh, for those of you that are watching this live, it's in the chat uh, right now. And then also we'll include it on the podcast that you can see that as well. And you'll take it through. And just before you get started, how often should they do this? How often do they do this meditation? <laughs> okay, this can be a dumb metaphor, but, you know, most people take a shower every day. <laughs> Except during the, the lockdown, some people shower every once a week. Okay, but that's my son. My son is disgusting. <laughs> well, he can tell you he's trying to save water. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. so the point is, we shower every day. In my case, I shower two, three times a day. It's just one of my obsessions. Okay, you shower every day. I can, I can not, help you with that obsession, by the way. Just yeah. <laughs> not because your body's dirty, unless you, you know, you're in the mud, whatever. You, but it's part of hygiene. Yeah. So you don't have a buildup of bacteria and germs. It's the same thing. We have to guard our consciousness by meditating every day. It's like taking an energetic shower. Ah. Because when the energy comes down, it flushes out all this stress energy and negative thoughts and emotions before it grows. It's just like you take a shower every day to prevent germs and bacteria from growing. And so when you ask me how often should people do it, well, you take a shower every day to keep it clean. You should keep your consciousness clean because... Nice your consciousness affect you even more than your physical body. Nice. Well, let's roll. Okay, let's do it. Now, I'll give you the short version because of time, but we'll make it intense. Got it. Joseph, you know, working with Tony, we don't do anything half-assed, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not part of the game plan. Yeah, my rule in life is if you can't overdo it, why do it? <laughs> <laughs> I love it? By the way, you should see this guy work out. By the way, I saw your, uh, your Instagram post a couple of days ago you, with you with the ping pong machine. You're an animal. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, so you don't have a big ball partner. You can have a machine that doesn't yeah, exactly. get tired, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. So take your left hand, gently tap the center of your chest. Okay. Take your right hand, tap your crown. So if you're listening to this on podcast, just gently tap it and then put your hands down. Now close your eyes. Keep your tongue on the roof of your mouth. Then on your heart, imagine the face of someone you love very, very dearly. Smile. Recall a loving time, a loving event you've spent with this person. And just silently say, from my heart to yours, I shower you with much love and much affection, unconditionally. Absolutely no expectations other than giving me the opportunity to love you and smile some more. Take a deep breath, take it all in, and exhale. Now put your gentle attention on the top of your head. Recall a time 
when you gave yourself to the service of others, everything from giving money to charity to feeding hungry people, or just walking down the street and you saw a beggar and you felt some compassion and give him some food or some money. Something that we do to someone that we are not personally connected to, just a random act of kindness. Recall that in your mind. Feel it. Recall the joy and the satisfaction of helping someone with absolutely no expectation. That's why it's called unconditional love. Now, we share this love not just with one person, but the entire earth. God knows the earth needs it. So raise both hands like you did earlier, but this time facing forward, like you're trying to project light towards someone. So imagine the earth the size of a little ball in front of you. Be aware of the love within your heart, just like you were sharing love with that person. And project that love from your heart. Let it pour through your hands and fill the earth. We will use the prayer of St. Francis, a universal prayer of love and transmutation of negative energy. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Wherever there's hatred anywhere, let me sow unconditional love. Bless your family, your relatives, your friends. Fill them with beautiful pink light. Bless them with unconditional love and bless them with inner peace. Where there's injury, let me sow pardon and forgiveness. Bless the earth with peace, love, and forgiveness. Let's think of the people who we have, we have hurt intentionally or not. Flood them with beautiful waves of pink energy. And just say, I'm sorry. I learned from my mistakes. I humbly ask for your forgiveness. Thank you. And move on. To all the people who have hurt us, flood them with lots of beautiful pink light. And just say, you are completely forgiven. Go in peace. I release you. May you also learn and grow from your mistakes. Bless everyone with peace, love, and forgiveness especially this time where a lot of people are stuck with each other. There's a tendency for negative emotions to build up. Bless everyone with peace, with love, and understanding. Where there's doubt, let me sow faith. Where there's despair, let me sow hope. Let's bless all the people who are sick with this pandemic. Bless them with healing energy. Bless them with hope and faith and a better tomorrow. And let's bless all the people who are in the front lines, the caregivers the service workers where they are there to help everyone, bless them with beautiful pink light, with healing energy and protection. Where there is darkness, let me sow light. And where there's sadness, let me sow joy. Allow your heart to bloom with more beautiful pink light and just saturate the earth with peace, with love, with a spirit of forgiveness, with hope and faith, with light and lots of joy. So it is. Now be aware of your heart, take a deep breath, lift it up to the top of your head, and exhale. Again, be aware of your heart, lift up that loving energy up, up to the top of your head, exhale, and stay there. You might feel a slight pressure in your head or a tingling, that's the golden energy building up on your crown. So just imagine that waterfall of golden light is just pouring down from the top of your head, through your hands, 
and bless the people you love. Fill them with golden light. Let that golden light spread to your relatives, your friends, the people you work with. Let it spread to the city you live in, the state, the country. Let it spread throughout the entire earth. From the heart of all loving God, through my inner being, my entire being, let every person on earth be blessed with love and kindness. Let every person, every being on earth be blessed with great joy and happiness, with understanding, harmony, and divine peace. See the people you know smiling and filled with peace and love. Bless all the people you know with a heart of kindness, especially at this time, not only feel compassion for others, but actually doing it, going out and serving and helping others. So it is. Now, be aware of your heart in your crown. At the same time, take a deep breath. As you exhale, imagine rivers of golden light are pouring out of your hands, filling the entire globe. Again, be aware of your heart in crown. Take a deep breath. Exhale, imagine these rivers of golden light just pouring through every continent. Fill the earth with golden light. From the center of the heart of all loving God, through my soul, through my entire being. May every person, every being on earth, without exception, be blessed with love and kindness. Let all be blessed with inner peace, inner healing, and financial healing. And for a lot, physical healing. Let's bless all the world leaders on all levels with wisdom and courage to do what is right. Let's bless all the caregivers with healing energy, with empowerment and divine protection. Let's bless all the patients who've been affected, not just with COVID-19, but any other physical, emotional issues with rapid and miraculous healing. Let's bless all the people affected, you know, in this time, with their finances, a lot of people lost their jobs, bless them with prosperity and abundance to keep their inner strength, to keep their positive outlook in life. Let there be peace, let there be love, kindness, abundance, and prosperity to all. So be it. May all be blessed unconditionally and without exception. So it is. Now with your eyes still closed, tongue still in the roof of your mouth, Gently lower your hands on your lap, palms up. Now I want you to imagine the most beautiful golden flame a few inches floating on top of your head. Look at that golden flame. Be gently aware of the love within your heart. Let it gently from your heart move up, up, up to the center of your head, up, up to your crown, and up, up into the golden flame. And stay there. Your entire awareness is now inside that beautiful golden flame. It's as if your body, your thoughts, your emotions have all just literally melted into that golden light. And as you look at the universe, you're looking from inside that golden light. Just be still. You're now swimming in an ocean of golden light. Listen to my voice. I'm going to chant the mantra Om, and all you have to do is listen and maintain your awareness in that beautiful golden ocean of light. 
to just drift into that space before the next OM and stay there. You're completely swimming in that golden light saturated with peace and stillness. Let go. still, be aware of that silence, that golden light, and just simply allow your consciousness to drift deeper and deeper into that nothingness, and just simply let go and let things be. Now, gently, very slowly, come back to your physical waking consciousness, do it gently. Just wave or move your fingers and your toes that allows you to come back faster. Take your time. Slowly come back. And I want you to gently raise your hands like you did earlier. And imagine all the people you love in your life, all of them, in front of you. Shower them with beautiful golden light. May all of them be blessed with good health, with happiness, with abundance and prosperity, and spiritual connection. So it is. And be aware of your feet and the base of your spine. Just imagine golden light pouring down deep into Mother Earth. Let our Mother Earth be blessed with divine light, divine love, and divine power. Let our beloved Mother Earth and all her children be blessed, be healed, regenerated, and revitalized. Blessings be to all. So be it, so be it, and so it is. All right, you can slowly open your eyes. Are well, you okay, Joseph? Yes, I am. I'm more than okay. <laughs> Better than drugs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was fantastic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank now, you. It's a very short version. Yeah, well, listen, this is uh, obviously something, I love what you said with regard to you shower every day, so do something like this every day. You got time now, anyway, most of us, uh, to do something like this, and it makes such a difference. And this was a short one, and this is just part of what he does. So again, click on that link. He'll take you through it again. Where can they find you? And ladies and gentlemen, please follow this man, Instagram, and all the things. Where can they find you? And maybe get some more of your teachings and maybe some of the products that you have as well. Because, uh, by the way, I know, just everybody knows, he also has courses where he teaches uh, you to heal, be a healer of your own. Where can they find you, Doc? Well, the easiest one is to go to masterco.org, M-A-S-T-R-C-O.org. And we have a lot of um, events coming up. You want to call it events. Basically, since a lot of us are stuck at home, and I 
look at it as, look, we're so busy doing everything externally, we always leave the internal stuff when we have time. Yes. Now, you, you don't have a time. choice. Yeah. You got time. And this is the time you do, you know, kind of sit down and really think, what are my priorities? How's my spiritual life? How's my inner peace? How's my relationship? Because we get so busy with external stuff that we don't take the time to do this. And now you got the time so that when this thing opens up, you're walking out with inner strength, with clarity and power compared to the external before that's controlling you. This time you control your external. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Please, everybody, visit him. Do what I've had the privilege of of, uh, being able to do for the past uh, several years. That's the cool guy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, don't just enjoy it. Don't just let this be something that you heard. You thought it was great. Do it because the power is not in the knowledge. The power is in the doing. And remember that life is exactly what you dare to make it. And fortune favors the bold. Master Cole, thank you so much. And everybody, dare to make your life magnificent. And I will see you at the top. Thank you, Joseph. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Cure for the Common Life podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions or comments or any topic ideas you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at josephmcclendon.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you at the top.